Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. You know what we try to do, guys, if you watch the podcast regularly, is always outdo ourselves with our background. And we've played it. We have recorded at some incredible places. But where is this on the list? It's up there. It's up there. We've done King Bar- King's Barnes. Remember the Sagamore? Yeah. You know, but Pinehurst Cradle right behind us here. Right this behind us. This will do. Number two, where it all happened with Payne Stewart in 1999 is literally I could hit a wedge shot to where it You're is right? right there. Mm-hmm. And this has been one incredible trip. And what we're going to do in this week's podcast is kind of decompress it. I want to talk about it. We were first timers. It's our first time trip to Piners. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, after this, it won't be our last. It definitely won't. It definitely will not won't. be our last. But there's a lot of you out there who are probably first timers. Mm-hmm. So I think what we can do is having experienced it and coming in blind, we can tell you guys some of the things that you, you don't want to miss. You know, and wanna, the things maybe you should miss. Exactly. Right. What can you skip? What shouldn't you skip? Mm-hmm. What are you putting on? Because at the end of the day, unless you're going to be here for 10 days, there's you're, there's too much. Yeah, you'll never get to it all. Right, absolutely. You'll never. Absolutely, you can't. You, you can't. can't. And 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 actually, even if you had longer than that, you're not gonna get to it. Because I talked to somebody actually when we first arrived at the Carolina Hotel, which is where we're staying. Um, one of the guys there told us that there's I think 44 golf courses easily within a little bit of a driving distance here. So it's not just Pinehurst. It's it's above and beyond yeah. that. I mean, it's a golf mecca. We're sitting in the middle of a golf mecca. It's true. And, and we got to experience a little bit of that because we did go beyond Pinehurst. We drove about 30 minutes. We played Tobacco Road. I want to talk about that because mm-hmm. that was absolutely intense. We had some fire moments. Right. <laughs> I think intense is the only word we can use. It is. It, it, is. it, it seemed like every turn at, at, at Tobacco Road, we would come around the corner to the next hole and Every one of them could have been a signature hole. It was jaw-dropping. It was like, it, are you, I mean, that's, that's not me just overemphasizing it. It truly was. We were like, what? Right, and it felt like each one was getting harder and harder. The bunkers were getting bigger and bigger. And what was that uh, that comment someone said? You play it once, you hate it. Yes. What did yeah, we say? ran into this guy at, at the um, Pinehurst Brewing Company, which yep. we'll talk about in a second, yep. too, because the wings, fire, fire. Yeah. But he's a, he, does, uh, he does the drone work for yes. a lot of these courses. And he said, the first time you play it, you're going to hate it. The second time you play it, you're going to be like, okay. And the third place, you're absolutely, the third, third time you play you're in love. Yeah. And I could see why. Oh, yeah. Everything was a blind shot. There were blind shots into fairways. There really was. Yeah. You know, and you had to look through pipes and like different viewing systems to see. And that's like been a theme around here. We've seen that a bunch of times. But I could totally see that because playing it again, I think it would be a little bit of a uh, an issue. But you would know a little bit more where to put the ball, where to place the ball. Right. We were all over the place just right. trying to figure out where to go. And then I think the third time it would be. And we'll talk about know. the big boy in a second, number mm. two, which because what you said reminded me. There's going to be certain courses we'll tell you about. Get caddies. Yep. Because you're going to want to know where to hit yep. it. And what I would say with Tobacco Road, and this is the advice that actually came from you guys. You guys had mentioned in the DMs was to go and get the yardage book. And we did. We bought it before we went out because you wouldn't know where to hit it. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't have any clue. I'm glad you did buy that. We had to, we had to know, get we it. We needed to. So, uh, yeah, but let's let's take you through the last three days. Before we do that, quickly, let's thank some of our sponsors. Of course. And the one thing I want to say, guys, and this is just so important, is to help us by by supporting the sponsors that support us mm-hmm. because we love to do this for you guys and a lot of you have dm'd us and said i can't wait to see the content right. i can't wait to see the videos mm-hmm. uh i'm living through one well, guy said i'm living through you guys in my stories right in yep. the stories right yep. now on instagram but 
a large part of that is in special thanks to the sponsors who help us support us to do this. And one of the big ones is, is FootJoy. Yeah. FootJoy was the title sponsor of this series. And they have been so supportive and incredible in, in the gear that they've provided. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I'll say, sponsor or no sponsor, I am a convert 100% premier guy now. Shoes are awesome. Because comfortable, we, comfortable, and you look at them. The dress shoe look. I didn't think I would dig it. Right, they look so good, but you're like, oh, I'm gonna feel like I'm playing in a dress shoe. No, what no. they did with the premieres are absolutely incredible because you get all that great look. Mm -hmm. One guy he said on my story, he goes, I thought I was watching Ian Poulter's story for a second. Really? Because of the style. And the guy at Tobacco right. Road called you. Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel, yep. right. But but then I played him, and here's the funny thing. I had just planned to wear the premieres for number two, mm -hmm. right? I want to wear, you know, for the big dance. Yeah. I had to be dressed, mm -hmm. right? And we, I had a plan to change for Tobacco Road, 36 in one day. We were playing the big day. And I'm like, Mike, does these, this, these work with my outfit? Because I'm going to keep wearing them. Absolutely. They were that comfortable. Yeah. And, and trust me, you put a huge value on it when you do what, things like this, what we do, where you're playing 36 in a day. So, guys, check out the new Premiere Series. Uh, they, they look amazing. They're super, super customizable. On their website, you can change all the different colors. You can really make them fit your personal style. Mm -hmm. But I can't say this enough how comfortable they were and they performed we played in every condition out there between number two and tobacco road every condition they rose to the occasion waste bunkers yeah everything so Wild absolutely terrain. can't think enough go to footjoy.com check out the premiere series incredible uh and also want to thank titleist titleist is another one of the big sponsors of ours and they have been supportive from the start but what we did is you know you played the x i played the pro v1 mm -hmm. um when when you play something like this, you want a ball that can perform. Yeah, you know that's for sure. We'll talk about Donnie, uh, Donnie Ross. Donnie Ross, he got us he, a bunch. He got of us times. in a lot of different yeah. ways. But I tell you what, when you need a ball that can stop, mm. when you we talked about this before, and, and so many times on the podcast, the idea of being able to rely on your ball when you need it. Yeah. You know, we're not the best golfers in the world. We're 11 handicaps, but every once in a while, we can hit that little nippy. Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? And it's places like this with greens like this that we see the effects exactly. of a good quality ball. I want to know that if I hit the shot, the ball will respond and, right. it'll, and, and it'll stop for me. Mm -hmm. And it did in so many different places. It just, the, the feel, the new Pro V1 has that softer feel. Uh, I know you play the Pro V1X. You like the trajectory that you get out of the Pro V1X. Yep. But just knowing that it's here, it's performing, and, and I would not come down here and play the caliber of courses we played with anything less. Yeah, I agree with you, man. All right, so go, guys, make sure you, again, support the sponsors. They really do help us out. If you support us, support the sponsors. Check out Titleist. Check out foot joy so let's let's go back let's start for with the beginning yeah. right so coming out of you know new york new jersey we flew out of newark one thing that i'm going to say that this place has going for it how easy it is to get here yeah simple right so you if know. you're anywhere near that area you fly right into rally durham mm -hmm. right we it ended up taking us it was we it was funny it's one of those up and down yeah. plane trips yeah, quick, an about hour, an hour, 10 minutes, we're hour, here minutes. super simple rented a car drove in and then one thing i'm going to say is that Everyone here at Pinehurst has been so helpful. They just want to help at all moments. I've never been to a place like this where just everyone is just so chill. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the littlest things like, hey, do you mind if I grab a golf cart to just go get there? Like, go, man. Go, right, right. Whatever you need to do, go. And I'm like, where am I? 
Right. Where is this? this Anytime <laughs> we think of like the legendary courses, yeah. we think we got to like walk lightly. Right. 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 But here it was, it's just been that vibe. Whatever you need out there, you know, they, they're just, they just take care Even of with the equipment, the you know? pine cone right here right. behind us where you can grab a drink on, which we'll talk about the cradle, but yes, the equipment, the, the can just we drone, can we do this? Yeah, go ahead. And ready with advice from mm. the moment we literally pulled up to the Carolina, we get out and the first thing the valet says is he's he starts he's ready to, to tell us about what courses to play, where are you playing, yeah, yeah. the tips. Uh, you need a shuttle. They'll take you. You want to go to the pine, you know, the brewing company? Jump in. Yeah. You're taken care of. So I wanted to get that out of the way and first thank all of them. And I do not think in any way that that treatment came because of the fact that we're doing a podcast and videos here. Because I watched and I see that everyone gets treated the same. Everybody. Vibe. Everybody. Everybody. A cool vibe. Yeah, it does. You know, really so, chill. With that said, Mike, we yeah. played a lot of courses. Tell, yeah. Talk to me about some of your favorites. All right. So we jumped out of the gate with number four. Yeah. I mean, we got in. It was a little rainy. We played the cradle. We have two tee times at the cradle, one on day one and one today on the last day. The one on day one was rainy. He said, let's play it anyway. It's a little drizzle. Right. We just right. got off a plane. How can you not? We're here for golf. Let's right. go. So we played it. But then the real round, the real 18 was number four. Yeah. And this was the one that I went into most excited for. Yes. Because of just everything I've heard and I've seen the Gil Hans redesign and everyone saying that it's got bigger teeth than number two. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Nothing can have bigger teeth than that. Right. And let me tell you something. Difficult. Yes. Right. It Beautiful. Was. Probably as far as aesthetically pleasing, my favorite. And it, I would I would go right there with you. I mean, it, other than maybe Tobacco, tobacco Road. road. Off the Pinehurst property. But, but in a way, I, you know what? I could think I could debate this all day because not, there were so many areas where number two just grabbed me too. There was. There were so many areas. There but, was. But um, it was so funny. Like we get up to play number four and and the starter V, again, this, another person, just a wealth of information. Yeah. Uh, he goes, I don't care where you boys putt. I don't care if you warmed up on Thistledew. He goes, putt on my green. Yeah. Because he has his own, you know, At that little point, I was scared to death. Putting green. Right. And he said, what did he say about four putts? I'm trying to remember. Don't four putt my Don't greens. Don't four putt my greens. That's what he said. Do not Because it was that my... easy to do. As soon as he said that, I'm like, Frank, what are we in for? What are we in for? And and what's so wild is we came into this like probably so many of you first time Pinehurst trip mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. looking at some of the photos on Instagram and everything. And we see the waste areas and the bunkers and, and, and I, I, the length of number two. And, and I, that's what's on my mind. It was never on my mind the greens. Never thought of them. And how difficult they are. These these number two is, and number four especially, and number three, the humpback greens. Mm -hmm. And it was funny. We ran into some other guys who we knew from New Jersey yep. who were like, guys, did you play number? Like, if you come from this and you haven't played these type of greens before, you're like in another world. You're like, what is this? Because they're, and that's why I say get the caddies. They're saying, if you hit the left side of the green, it's gone. Like what? <laughs> yeah, no. It's we're used to. It's like you hit what? on the green. I'm happy. Right. right. I get the right. green. Right. We hit the green. I can't tell you how many greens we hit and then just didn't rolled. Hold. Yeah. I can't tell you how many greens we were on putt and it and rolled it off. off. I know. It happened to me on 18 and number two. Yep. I had on a putt, the last putt. On the last putt with the gallery watching. And I thought, and I literally thought I put a good pace on it. This yeah. wasn't one of those ones where you putt it and you're like, oh, I killed it. Yeah. No, I'm like, okay, that's good. That's I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm like, I get two putt. That's good. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And it's gone. Yeah. Well, the other thing was, is the Texas wedge. So yes. going out on number four, first thing that the starter says is 
believe in the Texas Wedge while you're here in Pinehurst yeah. because it's going to be your best friend. And when we say Texas Wedge, we mean putting from anywhere off the green. Right. And That's we had a I funny think. rule. Like, I was getting so good at it that I started doing it from, like, 50 yards out, 60 yards out. And then I told you, I was like, hey, anything I, 85 and in, I'm putting. <laughs> 85 <laughs> yards. I said, I'm like, what's the limit here? You know, what? I had the- some darn good putts. But you know what? Form. So many people said if you're not used to chipping on this type of grass yeah. and these type of tight lies and that firm ground, mm-hmm. and if you don't have the bounce and the grind for right. that, then don't. Right. Um, in fact, Mar- Martin Keimer won here on number two, never chipped it once. Right. He was putting. He was Texas wedging his way he to a putting, U.S. Open. Yes, putting from all brilliant. over off of it. It's brilliant. So that's just that's one of those things that like you got to you know just swallow your pride and, and and putt. Yeah. Well, funny story. So we're halfway through the second round on number three. And I'm just not getting the dig. I'm not getting through the turf. And I'm like, what is going on? Is this different fairway? Like, now I'm trying to find excuses. Why am I not getting the wedge shot to the green? Why am I chunking all these? So I look at you and I say, dude, we're not in the Northeast. Right. Do you think we've got the wrong grind? You got to call on the big guns. So I text Aaron Dill, Titleist Vokey Wedge Rep. AD. AD, the guy who built our wedges, said, Aaron, What's up here, man? Is this true? Because we're in North Carolina. Do I have the wrong wedges? He, he goes, first of all, he goes, send me a photo of your wedges. I need to see what you're playing. What we'll bounce and grind. Right, right away. I sent, took a photo, sent it. He writes right back and he goes, yeah, dude, put that 60 degree wedge away when you're around the green. Use your 56 and open it up a little bit. He goes, the ground is different. The bounce, you're just going to pop up right up. Pop. Yes. And that's what mm-hmm. we were doing. Pop up. We weren't digging in. Yeah. Um, so we learned that pretty quickly. Where I found it to be the most wild was in the in the the bunkers, and where where we would normally like in the sand we're used to playing, you can kind of go down as far as you want. You know what I mean? You can just dig in and splash that sand out. But here, it, it was like that sound of almost hitting like a trampoline or, it. or something like that. It would just be like bonk, and you would only go just so far, and that that wedge would skip back up. But the good news is, you know, we would start to get used to it over time. It's just a matter of adapting. Right. And for you you guys out there who have messaged us and said, I've never been to a wedge fitting. Is it worth it? Yes. Right. Because wherever you are in the country, trust me, you may be playing a different wedge than your buddy on the opposite side. That's part of the fitting. Right. Is is telling you where you're playing and things like that. By the way, if you guys hear background noise or wind, it's because we're doing this on site. This is what you know. We couldn't pass up doing it out here. We could have went in a quiet hotel room, but that would have been boring. But um. But yeah, so we're working our way around and we play we play number four, as you said, and number four was just it was one of those things like, again, uh, vistas that you maybe don't see that's in some why, of the other that's places. Why I thought it was like the most aesthetically pleasing. Be- it's beauty and challenge, beauty and challenge and balancing those types of things. And uh, but you had the waste areas. Um, I think one of the interesting things that we would hear at a lot of the courses would be like, there's no OB. If no you OB. can find it, you can ground play the it. club anywhere. You can ground the club. And unless were, you're a member. Right. Interesting. Interesting. On number two, they said members here, you know, because they know which ones are bunkers and right. which ones are waste areas. You right. got to look for rakes. You got things like that. But otherwise, I, I just couldn't find myself to do it, though. I couldn't find myself to take a practice swing in the sand. I know. And I'm that was, so used to not doing that. Exactly. Right. But it was nice to be able to do it every now and then. And I love that uh, they let guests ground the club because they said they want the guests to have a more enjoyable experience. Yeah. You know, it's a hard enough course as it is. 
Right. So we'll let you guys do so, that. So it'd be weird, but you could take those practice swings and kind of get a feel for it. Um, but it, it was a totally different type of punishment. You mm-hmm. know, you would get into those waste areas and sometimes you'd be fine, clean lie. Otherwise, like me on 18, if it just rolls the wrong way and ends up in one of those plants, there's really nothing you can do. And you get in those other than plants, try to take that plant right out of the ground would be the only yeah. way to try to hit it. But those plants win. Well, you know who else wins out here, guys? Fire ants, right? So <laughs> this guy, <laughs> look at this. Insane. So Frank got down into one of those plants, into the waste bunker, to get an awesome video shot of me hitting out of it. And all of a sudden, he gets up and what, he just rapid stinging? Yes. It felt like bees stinging me. Oh, like so jellyfish. I don't think about the fire ants. I What I tried to do is I tried to lay down at the top of one of those areas where I was protected, where I could film you straight on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I jumped up, and the caddy's like, you better brush those off quick. And they're biting and biting. I ended up with somewhere around 25 bites on the right they arm. They got you good, man. They let's got just me hope really that, good. That video comes let's out. Hope it, let's hope it was <laughs> in focus and everything was good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, again, t- kind of taking you through. We ended up playing number four. We followed up with playing number three. And that's one of the big things here, too, a takeaway for me was the, the how varied the golf is. And, I mean, all in one place. So right behind us here, you've got the cradle. Mm-hmm. You've got Thistle Dew, which is the big putting surface here. But then right over there is number three, number four, five and number two right well. over there, number okay. five. So it's not a long drive. We come right off and we, we, you know, we play number four. We drive right over and play number three. But the experience, totally different. Right. Par 68, only 5,500 yards. 51. 5,100 yards. Mm-hmm. And you look at that in the scorecard and be like, no problem. Yeah, we're going yeah, low. Yeah, let's right. beat this one up. Yeah, 298 right. par 4s all day. Yeah, Let right. Let me tell you something. Donald Ross, <laughs> these humpback greens that would be, you'd had to hit your number. Short of the pin, you could roll all the way back to your feet. Mm-hmm. Long, you were rolled off and gone. And that wasn't just your approach. Then it was your chip and everything else. Then it was your putt. Yep. Sometimes you'd get faced with a slippery fast, and all these greens are fast. Yeah. A slippery downhill putt, you could just miss, and you could roll off the green. You could roll into a bunker. So... Short game, short game, short Dude, game. Dude, 5,100 or not, and the greens are that difficult, that'll stretch a course thousands more. Yeah. You know? But and it was a different flavor. It was and a it different was cool flavor. to play different flavors. But it was a flavor of being kind of like the cousin to number two, which yeah. we then went and played the next day. So before we get to that, that's three is one of the courses, and I know you agree with me, that we probably wouldn't do again. Three, just like there's something about it that I mean, I have the, all the respect in the world for Donald Ross. We played like in Lake George, we played Donald Ross, yeah, but it just wasn't my taste. I was just, I was just in so many ways that I was uh, just, just felt beat, beat up by it, Definitely. beat up in a way that was just like, oh, come on, tiny but mighty. You think you hit this perfect approach shot, and you're like, is that really going to come back? Yeah, it kind of just knew right away. Here I it think comes. it was one of those ones that you have to, in a way, it's not love at first sight. Yep. Right. It's one of those ones that the love grows over time. Yep. I see a lot of the guys who play here and we see a lot of members and they play it often. I think as you start to understand the course and know where to hit it, mm-hmm. it can be a course that you can like. But yeah. for a first timer, it was not my flavor. Yeah, it wasn't mine either. Yeah. So we could do without that one. We could do without All that right. one. But I'll tell you what, I want to dive into a little bit more as we progress through. But let's let's just uh, do another word from our sponsors real quick. Yeah, definitely. So big thanks to ShotScope. Yeah, those guys are great. I mean, they they're helping us get through. Right here, We're using yeah. the stats, so we'll be able to, to keep all of our stats. And it's funny today, last night through all the scramble of like trying to get everything ready because you're on the road, you got all your equipment right. and everything. And we're doing 36 a day, million yeah. cables and wires, and of course, I leave my shot scope charger in the car. So yeah, I was in bed laying there, look staring at the ceiling, going. I'm out of luck. I'm not going back down to the thing. Yeah. So I said, I'm just going to have to huff it and use my rangefinder. So thankfully, I had my rangefinder for number 
eight this morning, but let me tell you something. You are lost. I am lost without this. Well, and once you have the stats, you can't go back. So I look over at this guy, a number eight, and there he is on his scorecard. His scorecard looks like a novel because he's trying to write down every shot. (laughs) I hit hit a three wood here. and My approach was 251 yards. uh, And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, well, I don't have my shot scope. I won't know where I hit where. Right. And I'm like, well, that shows you when things make your life easier. Shot scope is one of them because not only does it help, we talk about making you better golfer by right. seeing where you need to prove but we did this with scotland too it becomes this memento that's it where now i anytime i can look back and i can see every single shot i hit on number how two. cool is that and you say and then when you have a buddy who's played it and be like oh what did you 17's crazy little par three what did you hit there yep hold on pull it up i mean you got the memory you got a better memory than me right but i'll look at it and i'll say oh i know what i hit and where i hit it yeah so it it, it helps in that way but i know you were lost without it so guys Get the shot scope and don't forget it. And don't forget it. And you know what? If you're a range finder person, that Pro L1 really saved my life today. It did. And that was where it's great having the shot scope stats front, back, middle, and the hazards. Mm-hmm. But when you were playing, especially number three, yep. when that number had to be right exactly, wherever they moved that pin that day, it was nice knowing the comfort to pull up that L1 and just shoot it. Yeah, and it's pin lock vibration, so it, it hones right you know in. it's, it's right. $200, exactly. guys. So go to shotscope.com slash golficity. Grab yourself one. You won't be disappointed. Also want to thank Golf Tech. Let me tell you something. <laughs> we'll we be coming, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys, we'll be knocking on the door. We need some lessons. Well, we know after playing these courses, you know, what we need to focus on. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been beaten up by some of the same issues, you know, are the putting, maybe the lag putting, keeping right. the balls on the green, right. putting stroke, um, some of the short wedge shots. I wish I can get some help with. So Golf Tech's been great. You know, we're going to be heading over there, do some lessons in, in a month or so. Yes. Can't um, wait for that. They're helping our listeners by uh, offering a $75 swing evaluation, $75 fitting. Yep. They're still offering it probably through mid-May. So um, jump on it. Jump on it. If mm-hmm. this is this pod is still relative. I mean, go check it out. Go to golftech.com slash golficity and stay tuned because we're going to be heading back there and shooting more videos with them and Mm. going through more skill assessments with them uh in case you missed that go back and watch that video but uh those guys are doing great things and as we travel more and more and we get to play more places we realize how much of our audience is varied and all over the country the nice news is that they have so many locations. They do, 195 around America. 195 locations. So that And that deal is good everywhere. So again, big thanks. And as I said before, the, the sponsors mean so much to us because they're a big reason why we get to do this. Yeah, for sure. Um, but before we wrap up the podcast, I just kind of want to go through and, and take you a little bit further. The, the next thing that we did is we ended up playing, after we played number two, which yep. was just an incredible experience, what I'm going to say is get... You don't have to get a caddy. Some but, some of the courses that you yeah. have to have a caddy to play, like Kiowa, the ocean course I played, you have to have a caddy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, but you have to. You don't have to, but you have to. Do it. Especially if it's your first time. Right. And they will tell you, like, there are certain things, you know, co- from a course design pl- standpoint, they want these courses to be hard, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll design it, and your eye will see a certain thing, but the reality be another. Yeah. And so we're looking at it visually. It looks like you're safe on, the, like, let's say, the left side of the green. The cat will say, don't hit the left side of the green. The ball is gone. 100%. So, um, again, they're just – it makes it such a pleasurable experience. And it was such a pleasurable experience, not only helping navigate, but just being able to relax and enjoy the round, having them have the, the you know, the bag and just – you got to get the caddy. You That's have pro to. tip number one. You get the caddy for the help with the golf, and also we get the caddy for the information. Yeah. Chris, our caddy – on Piners number two. We lucked out with Chris, too. We lucked out with him because he's been a caddy here forever. 
He's been to all the U.S. Opens here. He had all the stories um, telling us everything about the course, and that's what we want. What the storytelling. Yeah. I didn't want any dry caddies who just didn't give us any. We lucked out with Chris. Great personality. And you you can rely on on him. He says he he goes to Pebble Beach once a year to train Train other caddies. caddies. So, you know, he really knows what he's doing. Top, top class caliber caddies here. So we play number two. Um, difficult course, but not like totally take your lunch type of thing. If you play it no smart. No blind shots. You can right. see your spots. And you, you know. play the right tees. Yep. I mean, we looked at the open championship tees are just next level. Well, let me pause right there. Don't just look at the yardage. All of the starters here said, you know, the whites are playing 63, but they're going to run about 66. Yes. And the blues are playing 66. They're going to run about 7,000. So if you think you're blues, go play the whites. So right. we listened. Yes, he said that they would play about three, 400 yards longer than what's on the card. Yep. So that's another reason to have the caddy and ask the caddy. So we right. play number two. We run off number two in what was an epic day, and we run over to Tobacco Road. Now, of course, I would probably get it. should have got a caddy for the blind shots. You would almost think, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but we uh, were trying to chase the sun. At least, at least get, we did. And what was so crazy, we had no idea until afterwards we come up 18 this is how silly we are just (laughs) get it in before the uh the sun goes down and what was it what was the the super moon like the pink moon right the pink pink super moon yeah it was wild it was insane and like the whole, I wrote like the whole world knew about this, but right. our head wasn't in the news because we're just running from place to place to place. Right. And I'm like, hey guys, did you know that this was supposed to happen tonight? And like, I wish we knew that going in, but we got to 18. Yeah. And we turned the corner, and this enormous, and you guys will see it in the video, enormous super. Moon. I can't wait to roll all these videos out so you guys can see them because we can only describe just so much. But one thing I would say is there's so it, it's very tempting to stay here on the Pinehurst grounds because there's nine courses plus the cradle. Mm-hmm. There's more golf than you can handle. Yep. But only 35 minutes away. And there's some other great courses too. Pine uh, Pine Needles. Pine Needles is no, right here. Right. We didn't get to play tobacco there. 30 minutes up north. But take the, the dip over, play tobacco because it's an experience you're not going to have in any other way as a golfer. And the the course designer who unfortunately um, passed away a little bit too too young because we would love to see him do more. But Michael Stans, uh, he said right in the yardage book, it says, I don't care if people think my courses are too hard. That's what he wanted. And one of the top 10 hardest courses in America. And when you see it, You'll know exactly why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mind-blowingly difficult. Some areas where you would never think it exists on the golf course. I got the chance to post some of the pictures that that Zach took some incredible pictures while yeah, we were you're there. Yeah, you hitting out of like a mine. I mean, thirty bunker, feet deep yeah. bunker, thirty feet. At least, you know, uh, and it was just wild 30. and it would just test you in so many different ways. And you just appreciate it. But we played that uh, and then we rounded it out by playing number eight, which was a um, uh, enjoyable. It really was because it had, like I said on the vlog, I said it reminds me of our courses back home up in the northeast. Tree lined a little, um, you know, uh, the the fairways weren't as tough. They weren't as uh, Bermuda. Right. It was a little bit more like what we feel at home. You know, and also you get a flavor of different designers. Tom Fazio. Yep. Design. And it was designed here in 1996 for the centennial. Yeah. And what he did is he took a little bit of the elements of all the different yeah. courses. How about some of those pine cones over there? Yeah. Huge. Huge pine cones. <laughs> no. But uh, it really was celebrating a lot of the different stuff. But it was, again, a different flavor. So that is one of those ones I'd say. I would put number eight on, yeah, for sure. Put put two, put four, put eight on your list. And then definitely, definitely, if not once... Put the cradle on yes. multiple times. Yes, and I, I can't can see speak over to here. six, but because we haven't get a we chance didn't to, get play. to play, we'll six have to come or back. Five. I've heard that it's terrific, but let's just before we wrap up, let's just quickly quickly talk about the cradle. Mm-hmm. So Gil Hans designed nine holes. They're all short. The longest shot we hit was 114 yards. Yep. The shortest is about 56 yards, mm-hmm. but it is 
as we keep saying here, it, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. So there is these these little like waste areas there, and they've got speakers hidden in it. They've got music pumping. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just out there having a good time. We saw the eight, pine cone in the, the middle. The pine cone where you can get a drink. We saw a group of eight guys go off in yeah, front of us playing some- a fun scramble. They've got you. All you need is your wedges and your putter. So they've got these little Sunday bags there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just put your clubs in. You just go out there. You walk it. You have a good time. Uh, it is a great way to both kick off and round out your yeah, trip. Yeah, 100%. And just a little extra um, yeah, regarding the food, the Pinehurst Brewery, hands down, best wings, like top three best wings I've ever had. Yes, make your way. That's the other thing. Get They're, to the brewery. They got the shuttle right here. Mm-hmm. It's this quick. You ask for the shuttle. They take you over the brewery. There's a great little town. Yep. There's and, it, and, and the brewery always has a wait, a two-hour wait sometimes worth because it. it's that popular. It is worth it. If you can't get in, though, have a beer and then walk around. There's a great some great pubs in town. Yep. This is really a golf paradise. It really is. I mean, it that's the really only way is. I can describe it. That's the best way to describe but it. But right here, you know? too, in, in the clubhouse, you've got the Deuce, yep. which is the bar, and the, they've got great food. But there's nothing better than if you played your round, come over here at Twilight, play a little Twilight loop on the cradle. And get yourself, you know, something to eat in the yep. deuce, and you can die happy. Yeah, let's put it that way. You could die happy. And another little quick tip about the food: the sour cream and onion dip in the Ryder Cup bar. The Ryder Cup bar. The littlest things make us happy, guys. Legit. <laughs> if you can't tell, we tried to hit everything. <laughs> yep. In these couple of days, in we three days. Out, but tried. there's again, there's going to be more here than you can ever do in, in one trip. So if you're if you're haven't been. Put Piners on your on your list of things Definitely. to do, whether it's a, a golf buddies trip, bring your wives, you know, a lot of women Perfect. out here playing Bachelor golf. Party. Perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, hopefully, if you're if you're fortunate enough that either your wife plays golf or, or if you're a woman who plays golf, mm. this is this is the spot for you. It has everything. And I saw some kids out here just putting around on Thistledew the other day, little kids. Yeah. So cool. This has really been the trip of a lifetime. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the videos. Hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast. I'm sure we'll be talking in the DMs and in the Facebook group uh, about everything that's gone on here. The conversation will continue. We got to wrap it because we got more to do. We do. But this has been a great one. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you all again next week. See you week. soon, guys. Thanks.